Well, hello, friends. Welcome to this episode of Real Truth Real Quick. I'm Todd Wagner, and I am with my friend Sam Alberry, who is uh, with Ravi Zacharias International Ministries and is a great speaker and a great apologist, a great friend, and one of the kindest things you can do is share your friends with others, and I am glad to share my friend Sam with you today. We're going to answer this question. Sam, can you be a gay Christian? Not you personally, although we can talk about that, but can a person be gay and a Christian? Yeah, this is, this is really important. And I think there are, there are two things we can mean by that question. Both matter, and I'm going to deal with both. The answer to one is yes, the, other, the answer to the other, I think, is, is no. So the first thing we can mean by that is, can you be a Christian who experiences some kind of same-sex attraction? And the answer to that is yes, because all Christians are people who have some form of broken sexuality. Hmm. Um, all of us are disordered in this area of life. Most people are disordered in the, in the direction of the opposite sex. Some of us, I include myself, uh, that disordering has been towards the same sex. And when we're a Christian, that doesn't mean that we can just immediately cease sinning for the rest of our lives, although we, we long to and we want to fight sin. And it doesn't mean that we don't ever experience temptation. Mm-hmm. So things that have been kind of deep ingrained desires before we come to Christ, don't necessarily disappear overnight. Yeah, I like to tell people that the Bible has no program to curb your flesh. I mean, what the Bible tells us to is to crucify our flesh, right? The life which I now live in the flesh, when you come to know Christ and you are a follower, it says, uh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and delivered himself up for me. And so, um, and, and just even as you were saying, temptation isn't sin. If it is, then we don't have a savior because Jesus, the scripture says in Hebrews 4, right, was tempted in every way as we have been, yet without sin. So temptation, right, it says what? No temptation is overtaking you, but such as is common to man. Now, this is one of the questions I've got because I talk sometimes to friends who are same-sex attracted, right? Mm -hmm. And, And they say, well, Todd, here's the thing. I don't think of my attraction as a disorder, okay? And so what would you say to somebody who goes, I don't think my my... Uh, my sexual uh, life is broken. I don't see it as disordered, okay? Can somebody disagree with Jesus, not in their feeling, but in their reality or in their testimony, and be somebody who would say, Jesus is my Lord and Savior? Not with any consistency. Now, all of us are inconsistent in our discipleship because we're not perfect yet. But I think to willfully, (laughs) to say on any issue, yeah, I know a bit better than Jesus does on this. Right. It means we're not really following him. He's not our ultimate authority. If we're only agreeing with him when it fits into our view of the world, then we're the one who's calling the shots. We're the ultimate authority. The bottom line is me and not him. The test of whether we follow Jesus is when he says something that we profoundly want to react against, but we still trust him and follow him. So, and you're right, Jesus himself makes that distinction between temptation and sin because in the Lord's Prayer, we pray for deliverance from temptation and forgiveness for sin. Mm. Um, We are are tempted because we have a fallen nature and live in a fallen world. And so our temptation shows us actually that we're, we're sinners, but temptation itself isn't a sin. Now, the other way that question, can you be a gay Christian, how it's often taken to mean is, for, for so many people, the word gay does not just describe the sexual feelings that you happen to have. It's more of an identity. It's not just part of what I feel. 
it's who I am. Mm -hmm. And for many people in our, our kind of Western culture, when they use the word gay, that's, that's the kind of meaning they're giving it. Mm. In that context, I want to say, I want to answer the question, answer the question with, a, with a gentle no. Because one of the things that happens when we come to Christ is he reshapes our identity. And we learn that not everything that describes us defines us. And that's actually wonderful news. Mm. So I'm not defined by any one of my temptations. Or your desires, that's right. Yeah. Exactly, and thank God for that. Yeah, amen. Um, so it's not appropriate for a Christian to locate their their identity, their, their kind of sense of who they are based on some aspect of their fallenness. Yep. Um, so you can be a gay Christian if by that you mean I'm a Christian who is still wrestling with this particular form of temptation. I don't think you can be a gay Christian if what you're saying is I'm a Christian and the, the category of person I am is gay. Yeah. Like as if it's the equivalent to your race or ethnicity. Mm. That I think is is just an unbiblical way of understanding who we are as human beings. So like, you know, even some people get really offended when you say I'm a sinner saved by grace. And they would say, you know what, don't identify yourself anymore as a sinner right? If you're taking a position of humility and that you're saying, listen, I'm still a broken person yeah. and I have been uh, delivered from my sin, yeah. right? That's one thing, okay? But if you continue to identify yourself as a sinner, then that's probably not the best way to go at it, right? What you really are is a child of God. Yeah. You're no longer, it says in Ephesians 2, a son of disobedience. It's interesting even the way we chose to word this question because Gay is the adjective here that's modifying the noun yeah. Christian. And we don't ever want to say that the way you should describe yourself as a Christian is as a person who is a slave to or identified by anything other than the redemption that comes through Jesus Christ. Yeah. So that's why your answer was so uh, winsome and wise. It does depend. We, we both kind of hate when people say it depends what you mean by that. Yeah. But you really have to do that, right? Yeah. Terms matter. And what you mean by those terms matter. So just as a way to just sum this up again, if somebody means by, can you be a gay Christian? Can I still be same-sex attracted? We would say. Yeah, because all of us will continue to wrestle with attractions and desires that we know are not of the Lord. Yep. And if somebody means by that, my identity is gay, we would say. No. We, we're, if we're in Christ, we're a new creation. That's right. Our identity is who we are in Christ. Yeah. Sam, I'm so grateful for you and your ministry. Sam's got stuff all over YouTube. He's got several books that are out. You can find them all. One of them that, that is uh, called uh, Is God Anti-Gay? I want to make you especially aware of. It's a tremendous book that talks about the love of God. We actually did another Real Truth real quick answering the question, Is God Anti-Gay? And that book will help you. We hope that Real Truth episode will help you. And I hope more of you are listening to Sam and tuning in and finding out his resources will be a blessing to you. Thanks for joining us this time and an episode of Real Truth real quick. And we look forward to having you with us the next time. We talk about life, leadership, and the world we live in.